Hello and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of Daisy Vineyard Church. This week, enjoy the podcast as truth is revealed in God's Word. Go get a notebook, grab a Bible, and expect to have an encounter with God today. Just, just so you know, we don't normally dress in in uh, the same t-shirts and and shorts. That's that's not our like our our uh, uh, our uniform or something. Uh, it's baptism Sunday, so. We're, we're ready for baptism. So I'm going to deliver a, a short word here today connected with what we did uh, last week. And I, I want to uh, welcome in all of our live stream audience. Thanks for being here. We're glad that you guys tune in uh, every week. We want you to be part of this. So if uh, during, during this time, if you've got questions, feel free to put those in. If you've got comments, uh, just you want to throw in a hallelujah or an amen in there in the chat, feel free to do that. So we're excited you're here, and we're excited that all of you are here with us today on this great day. So last week, how many were here last week? So Brian Blount was here, guest speaker, and, uh, and we had a whole lot of healing in the house last week. So how many of you, how many of you received a healing last week? My, my hand is up. So we had, we had several here that, that uh, had healings, and uh, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear from any of you that would like to come up and testify as to what, what the Lord did for you. Uh, I'm going to start. I, had, uh, I, I was one of them that got healed. I had, uh, for several weeks, I had a lot of pain in my collarbone and my shoulder. And I was actually, I told Karen right before that service that, that I was going to have to schedule an appointment with the doctor the coming week to have an x-ray and just see if there's something wrong with it. And, uh, and just right at the very beginning, we hadn't even really started praying for healing. Uh, he just called the Holy Spirit in, and, and I was like, wow, there's no pain anymore. And so I've gone all week. There's been no, no pain. I've got better mobility uh, than I've had in a long time. So praise, <laughs> praise God. So, so Ed, what happened with you? I've had bad feet for several years because of a car accident, and I got uh, prayed for healing. And while I still have some pain, it's a different kind of pain. But uh, yesterday, I was on a uh, father-daughter weekend with my daughters. Um, between hiking and walking, I went over six miles and like 33 floors. And I'm still walking normal. I'm not walking with a limp. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Wow. Wow. Carmen, Carmen, would you come up and, and share? Carmen shared a story with me. So one of the things that Bill said that we were to do, that, that healing, healing shouldn't be out of the ordinary. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be some big thing. It should be the thing. It should be what Christians do. And so one of the things he said was that, you know, it's great in here, but take it outside. And so Carmen came up, and he, he told a story, and I want him to share that story with us. Okay. Can I share one scripture? Yeah. Mark 16, verses 15 through 18. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will speak with new tongues, you know, lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. I've taught this for years. And it was something that I'd, I've been doing for years. Because it was Jesus talking to the apostles 
about everybody who would believe in the power of Jesus' name. Amen. And, and that's any one of us here. And so this week, you know, God is the kind of God that is like you said, even before you ask, I've answered. And ever since I came out here, I could not find a barber who could give me a good haircut, one to my liking. And so I was praying while we were looking for houses. Lord, I, you need to help me find a barber. So what did God do? He put him across the street from me when we bought the house. Wonderful guy. Does a great job on my hair. And two months ago, when I went for a haircut, I noticed he had carpal tunnel. And I was getting an unction to pray for him, but I didn't. For the last two months, I've been praying for him, but I didn't lay hands on him. And, you know, and so yesterday or Wednesday, I went to get a haircut from him again. And I was led to go early than I normally do. And when I was there, he had a young man in the chair already. And I noticed that his carpal tunnel was on. And I told him I was praying for him. And he said, yeah, I'm glad you did. And so while I'm sitting waiting for him to finish with this young man, I'm praying, just saying, well, Holy Spirit, I thought you wanted me to pray for that carpal tunnel. but." And so he told me to ask the young man in the chair about his leg. And so when Virgil, my barber, asked me to go ahead and get in the chair, I walked up to the young man and I said, is there something wrong with your leg? And he looked at me with a big old white eye and said, how did you know? And I said, well, Jesus has been telling me to pray for your leg because he wants to heal you. And then I explained to him, Jesus doesn't heal us because we're super holy or because we have done or failed to do. That's got nothing to do with whether or not Jesus heals us. He heals us simply because he loves us. And while I'm telling him this, the Holy Ghost is all over me. How many of you guys have experienced the cold chills without goosebumps? Well, I'm telling him this, and the Holy Ghost, like he's right now, he's all over me. And so I lay hands on this kid, and I pray for him. I know he received his healing because his, ears, his eyes are welling up in tears, and he gave me the biggest hug like a long-lost brother he's never met. You know? And, and that's the thing is God has showed me a lot of reasons some of us are not receiving healing so well is because we're supposed to be giving it away. You know? Because you understand, when you pray and the anointing flows through you and heals someone else, you get some too. Yeah. Thank you, Carmen. Yeah. If you couldn't tell, Carmen's a preacher. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you you can't just get up and give a testimony. Got, Got to do some preaching in there. So, that was good. That was good preaching. Yeah. And it... It's really, it's the message that we want to bring today. And that's that that uh, healing is something that we should be doing every day. It's something, as we are going into our life, as we go out into our life, and it, one, or, one or the other happens. Either you see someone that has the brace on for carpal tunnel, has the brace on their knee, or they're limping, Or you can just tell, you know, their arm's in a sling. You can tell there's something wrong with them. And you go up and ask them if I can pray for you. Or I just ask them, what's wrong? What happened? 
uh, you know, that's a good way to get started. <clears throat> and then ask if you can pray for him. Let him know that you're a Christian and that, that uh, God heals and, and that you want to lay hands on him and, and pray and ask him if it's okay if you do that. And they, I, I've never had anybody say no. Uh, you know, and so, <clears throat> and that's your part. And one of the questions that came up last week a couple of different times was, when I lay hands on somebody and pray for them and they don't get healed, did I do something wrong? And you didn't. No, because our job is the laying on of the hands and the praying for, and God's job is the healing. That's not our job. Don't take that on yourself. Okay? You, you are just there to be the, the vessel that he works through. Now, uh, another question that comes up so often is, you know, why does that happen? Why sometimes people don't get healed right at that moment? And <clears throat> there's a lot of reasons, and, and we could do an entire theological class on that. Uh, but, uh, the, again, that doesn't matter to you. Don't, don't worry about that part of it. Because sometimes they get healed right away, and sometimes it takes some time to get healed. So I had a, I had a situation uh, uh, quite a few years ago where I woke up one morning and, and I was uh, shaving and I looked in the mirror and in, uh, in my left eye, in the inner part of my left eye, on the white part of my eye, I had this big bump. And it, I, I couldn't feel it really and it didn't hurt, but it was really obvious, you know, when I looked in the mirror. And, uh, and so I prayed and, and asked the Lord to heal it, and, and it was still there. And then uh, when uh, we got together with, with uh, our church, I asked them to lay hands on me and, and pray over me, and, and they did, and it was still there. And so, so every day, I would just get up, and when I'd look in the mirror, I would expect it to be gone. And when it wasn't, I would say, thank you, Lord, for healing that. I know that you're in the process of healing it. And I did that for three years. Three years. Every morning, got up, looked in the mirror, expecting it to be gone. When it wasn't gone, thank you, Lord, for healing that. And one morning, three years later, I got up and I looked in the mirror and it was gone. You know, and there was no physical reason for it to be gone. It hadn't been treated in any way. Uh, It just was, it was gone. Why did it take three years? I don't know. You know, I mean, these are things, there's a lot of things that we don't know. God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are greater than our thoughts. Okay, so I don't question it. I don't wonder about it. I just receive it. Just say, thank you, Lord, that it was healed. So if you don't get your healing immediately, or if it's not fully healed, just continue to say, thank you, Lord, for the healing. I believe that when that person prayed for me or when I prayed that I was healed and just keep receiving it and the healing will come. So um, some, of the other, some of the other things that, that uh, uh, came up, you know, what, what does healing have to do with being devoted to one another? Because we're in, uh, uh, those of you that are, that are newer, maybe you don't know, but we are uh, in, in a series here where we're talking about our permeating values. We've got two, two of these on, on each side, a little harder to see. Uh, we're trying to get them out of the camera, camera view so, so that the live stream can see the people up here. Uh, but the second one is devoted to one another. And, and healing has a lot to do with being devoted to one another 
Because if, if I were to ask, you know, how many people are, are struggling with something physically or emotionally, uh, I would say probably most hands would go up in here. And yet, a lot of times we don't know that's going on. We don't know what's happening in people's lives. And, and because we don't know what's going on in people's lives, we don't know how to pray. And, I, and I'm not talking about us as pastors. I'm talking about us as the body of Christ. And so, so number one, we've got to be willing to tell people what's going on. We've got to be willing to be transparent about what's happening in our life so that other people can pray for us. So that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is that we've all got to be willing when someone comes to us and says, I got this going on, that we pray for them. We don't just say, I'll pray for you and walk off and not pray for them. You pray for them right that moment and then continue to pray for them. Keep praying for them. Keep checking in with them. You know, hey, I've been praying for you. How's that going with, with that ankle or whatever it is? And you just keep praying for them until they come back and testify that, wow, I woke up and it's gone. Yeah, and, and that's our part of being devoted to one another. That's, that's part of, of what it means to be devoted to one another. Uh, one of the questions that, that comes up uh, or I hear quite often is, uh, you know, somebody will say, well, you know, God is allowing this sickness on me or allowing this whatever on me uh, to teach me a lesson or so I can learn something. And that's bull. <laughs> you know, that is not, that is not the truth. Uh, I'm sorry, that is not the truth. You know, that is a lie straight from the pit of hell. And, and we've got to not buy into that lie. Okay, so if, if you have a sickness on you, God wants it healed. He wants you operating fully, fully in your full capabilities. He doesn't want you hindered by that sickness. And so, so that's where you've got to put your faith to it. And, and keep your faith on it until the healing manifests, whether it happens quickly or it takes a while. You know, and I've had some things that I prayed for and boom, it was gone. Uh, I've had things that, that uh, uh, I've still got some things that I'm thanking the Lord for every day for healing that are still there. And I think we probably all could, could say that same thing. So, so again, I, I just want to reinforce that uh, the healing is up to God. The healing's not up to us. It's not up to us. Now, the question is, some, so often is, you know, how does faith play into healing? And, and if, uh, you know, if, if I'm not getting healed, does that mean I don't have enough faith? So, so faith does come into play. We see that with uh, uh, Chris and I were talking about the woman with the issue of blood and uh, blind Bartimaeus and the, the friends that lowered their friend uh, through the roof down to Jesus. And, and you know, those were all examples. Uh, the centurion uh, that, that sent his servants to go, uh, uh, Jesus thought, to get him and bring him to, to pray for uh, someone. But the, the servant said, no, no, no. The centurion said, you don't even have to come. I'm someone who's under authority. I understand authority. All you've got to do is speak it, and it's done. And Jesus said, and this was a Gentile that was, that was requesting this. 
And Jesus said, I've never seen such great faith in all of Jerusalem, in all of Israel. You know, and, and, and speaking of a Gentile, as a, Jewish, as a Jewish rabbi, speaking of a Gentile in that way was just not, that's not what they did. You know, but that was great faith that, that he was put in. And Jesus just, Jesus just said he's, he's healed. And when the servants went back, sure enough, you know, the servant was healed. So we see that faith does come into play. But just because you don't get healed doesn't necessarily mean you don't have enough faith. It just means there are other factors involved as well. So, you know, there could be something else going on in there that you've got to ask the Lord and say, okay, Lord, you know, I feel like I've put my faith to this, but I haven't received the full healing. What, what's going on? And, and you'll begin to hear from the Lord and he'll begin to, to show you the things in your life you know, maybe something in your life you need to change, uh, maybe a sin area, maybe just another area there that, that needs to be changed. All right, I want to quickly go through some, some scriptures about healing that uh, I believe that we should all have at least on a sheet of paper and, and be studying on a regular basis or memorized, one of the two. So Isaiah 53, 4, uh, which I'm reading out of the NASB, however, it was our sicknesses that he himself bore and our pains that he carried. The he is Jesus. So when Jesus went to the cross, he didn't just go to the cross for our salvation. He went to the cross for our healing, total healing, the spiritual healing we need for salvation, but the physical healing as well. He actually took all of the sin to the cross and he took all the diseases to the cross and he took all the pain to the cross. So, so it, disease and pain doesn't really have any right in our bodies. And all we've got to do is use our faith to kick it out of there and continue to kick it out of there until it's gone. And sometimes those sicknesses and those pains, they like to hang on in there and, and they take a little bit more kicking than some other ones do. All right, John 14, 12 through 14. John 14, 12 through 14. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. Have you read about what Jesus did? Yeah, I mean, he laid hands on a lot of people, and a lot of people got healed. So, so anyone, anyone, not the pastors, not the evangelists, not the missionaries, anyone, how, how many people does that include? All, all of you all. All of you all are part of the anyone. So anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father because he then sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us. If you've received Jesus as your Savior, the Holy Spirit lives in you and is operating through you. So you have the power of God working through you when you lay hands on someone, the power of God is coming through you. And Chris and I were talking about the, uh, the, the woman with the issue of blood and, and how, um, how her, it was her faith. Jesus said, it's your, by your faith that you are healed. But he also said, I know someone touched me because I felt the power go out of me. So it was her faith, the, the level of faith that she was using that drew the healing power out of Jesus. And, and it's the same way. 
It's the same way. So when we are the ones asking for healing, then we, we utilize our faith to draw the power of God out of that person. The Holy Spirit living in them, the power of God inside of them being drawn out. So it, it ends up in uh, verse 13 and 14. Uh, you can ask uh, for anything in my name and I will do it so the Son that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Then Mark 16, 15 through 18. So Chris, Chris was telling me about all these scriptures that he's, he's getting in his head and they were all in my message. <laughs> I, I love how the Holy Spirit does that. And, and, and this, one of the scriptures was the one that Carmen quoted. So yeah, so the Holy Spirit's all over this. So uh, Mark 16, 15 through 18, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So that's everything, everything. Go preach the gospel to the rocks. Go preach the gospel to the bushes. Go preach the gospel to every part of creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Not, not that God condemns them, but it's just their choice. Their choice uh, to, to not receive the amazing gift of grace. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. Don't necessarily recommend that one. Uh, unless the Lord leads you. Uh, Luke ten nineteen does say we have authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. Good thing to know here in Arizona. You know, when you see those scorpions, you can trample on them. <laughs> God gave you authority. And when they uh, drink deadly poison, again, I don't necessarily recommend that one. It will not hurt them at all. And th this is the key one right here. And they will place their hands on sick people and they might be healed. Could possibly be healed. Maybe, maybe if... If our faith is really great, they, they could get healed. That maybe if we said the right words, I mean, exactly the right way, they might get healed. Is that what it says? No, it says they will, will be healed. They will be healed. So our job is just to lay hands and pray, and God will do the rest. He, he, and they will get well. Matthew 10, 1. Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. Every kind. There's not, there's not a disease or illness out there that can't be healed. You know, we, we think some are greater like cancer. You know, cancer, certain types of diseases. Oh my gosh, you know, that, you know, I don't think that could be healed. Every every kind of disease and illness. So, again, our part in this is just to be the hands of Jesus, to go out, lay hands on them, always ask permission if that's okay, and then pray for them. And it doesn't have to be any special words. There's no magical words. They're, they're, you, know, you, just, you just ask God to heal them, and that's it. And then you let God do what God's going to do there. Now, I want to I switch gears a little bit to a different kind of healing. 1 Peter 2, 24, and I'm going to read it out of the Passion Translation. 
he himself, being Jesus, carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we would be dead in sin and live for righteousness. Our instant healing flowed from his wounding. So remember we talked about the power. The power to heal is in Jesus. You have the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, in you. And so the power flows out. So this says that the instant healing flowed from his wounding. So uh, some of the some of the translations say, by his stripes we were healed. You've heard that one before. So when he received the stripes on his back, when he was whipped, that by his stripes or by his wounds, we were healed. The healing actually occurred then. It may manifest now, but it occurred then. But this is talking at this particular moment because of the way it's being presented, it's talking about spiritual healing. Okay, it also applies to physical healing, but it's talking about spiritual healing right now. It's talking about salvation. So it's talking about uh, when we receive Jesus as our Savior, we receive that instant healing in our spirit. Because we're all born with a sin nature. We're all born with a dead spirit. And we have a body. And we have a soul. And we get the choice. It's our choice as to whether we receive what Jesus did on the cross and, and receive that grace, receive that gift of salvation. And so this, this tells us that, that our salvation already occurred on the cross, but we have to receive it. Just like healing, already uh, the, heal, the physical healing happened on the cross, but we have to receive it. And so uh, if, we go on into, if we go on into Romans 3.23... Uh, which I'm going to read out of the the Passion again. Uh, For we all have sinned and are in need of the glory of God. We're in need of that power to be saved. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. This is speaking of a spiritual death, eternal, eternal death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, So we have this choice uh, we get God gave us free will, and we get this choice. We get the choice of receiving, receiving the gift of grace, or not receiving it. Totally up to us. Now, God's will is that all of us will receive it. That he, that we, we will all, that no, no one will perish. That's God's will. But we have the choice. We get to decide whether we receive Jesus as our Savior or not. Thanks for listening to AZ Vineyard Church's podcast. We're located in Goodyear, Arizona. To learn more about our church, visit our website, azvineyard.com. That's A-Z-V-I-N-E-Y-A-R-D.com.